Hello, good people, and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. This is episode four of our fresh season. Uh, I am Chris Shorten. With me is Paul Christoph. Hello. And with me is Jeffrey Chi. G'day. And this this week, well, this week was a um, little bit special because it was my birthday. Um, I turned thirty-seven years of age, and when that. Um, uh, when my partner said to me, she said, "All right, so what do you what do you want to do for your? Uh, what do you want to do?" And that um, I was like, "I haven't been down to Mornington for a while." So she found us like this nice little Airbnb down there. Um, and then the, um, the second question is, was what would I like to do down there? And I didn't, I, I didn't, I hadn't been down to Mornington that often, so it was like um, I didn't really didn't really know what to suggest. But then, it, but then it hit me really fast. All I wanted to do is really go to Mr. Banks. And Mr. Banks Brewery is, I don't even know, like, um, I mean, they're in Seaford, so they're definitely down that way. They're um, like Mornington-ish. Um, but I know, uh, I'd never been there. I know you guys went there. Uh, when was that? Like yeah, Christmas um, last year? Christmas last year, yeah. Yes. Right. Only from only from memory, we were all hungover and I skipped going there because I was, I didn't think I could do it justice. Um, so, so yeah I went there and it was nuts like you could not move for people it was like because her footy was on so it was like the right um, some sort of final so um, I'm, I'm in there and we like we struggled to find a seat but um, it was just it was teeming with people and so I went uh, went up there and the first thing I did was look in the fridge to see if they had any K-Gator um, in cans because I thought well I'm going to go to this Airbnb later I may as well have some cans of beer turns out they didn't so however they did have it on tap so after I got through they had like all these really sort of um, they had some ones that were like exclusive to the brewery mm-hmm. and then um, they had Cake Eater um, on tap and so it's like righty okay so I mean and I had like all the other ones I had the um, I think they've got um, another hazy they've got this once upon a time in Armadale thing which has a really cool label, um, but it was like, and then, but then I had the um, the cake eater last, and it's like, I do think that um, whatever whatever they were smoking when that they came up with the whole cake eater beer concept, it's it's brilliant, it really is. Uh, and so I had uh, I went. So back. what does a cake eater beer taste like? It, what, is it? What, what is it? What is it? I think it's like a double cream ale. I think. Okay. But a hazy double creamer, if there's such a thing. What's the relevance of eating cake? You asked me to ask questions. And oh, asking no, questions. no, no, no. You ask. Well, I assume it's um, it's sort of the whole let them eat cake thing from Marie Antoinette. Right. Okay. I get it. Um, I assume so. I've never really found out the deeds. Um, I could probably look it up on Untapped. Um, let's not do that. Yeah. No, that, that seems like a lot of detail. That seems, that's, that's, that's mm. no fun. It's, it's, if you know the answer, mm. that's fine. If you don't, let's just, we'll yeah, just, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Let's just cruise. Um, yeah. I would assume that, um, cake eater refers to, um, uh, let them eat cake. I'm not really sure though. Okay. But, uh, I, but I did find myself, um, to the point where I had had, um, I had, uh, I had one of the cake eater, then it was, a, uh, then we're about to leave and it's like, and well, I thought, yeah, I'll get us, I'll, I'll pick up like a four pack of something. One of those will be drinking later. Um, but it was like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mind just have a cake eater. Um, and you know, I've, uh, I've, uh, we've gone out of our way a few times. I feel like I know it. Um, I think when we were all at, um, 
what was it? Um, uh, Penny Young's. Yep. Uh, recently, um, that there was cake eater on, and it was a, a pretty much the exact same deal. It's like, all right, let's just get more cake eater. Fair enough. And so, it. Uh, I feel like they're really, if if they could continue just to make cake eater on max on mass, um, I think they're they're in for something big. Cool. It was pretty impressive, and of course the place itself was pretty good. Um, and later on, we will drink the West Coast, which I think is still really well done. But so that's that's how I wanted to start this. Now, Paul, you were just in Perth. I was in Perth, yes. Right. So it explains the... Yeah, I got in last last night, literally less than 24 hours ago. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, went to a few usual haunts. So, yeah, just good beers. But um, Besk was the main main one, as alluded to two episodes ago. Because uh, they've got Swansea Day, yes. They've got Swansea Day, well, yeah, th- this Saturday. Mm. It's coming up. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you, 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 you can tell the order in which we record these, because we can't really remember. Oh. But, um, yeah, so they will have had Besk. They will, ha- will have had Swansea mm. by the time you hear this. Um but yeah, really, really cool space. So it's sort of big bar in the middle, and um, you've got your twenty taps, really good uh, wine and spirit selection. And then, sort of, if you walked in the entrance to the right hand side, you've got all the seating and everything in the bar restauranty section. And um, on the other side, you've got the bottle shop. So it's sort of a Carlin type mm-hmm. you know, situation mm-hmm. where you can drink whatever, drink and eat in the bar. But if you want something from the bottle shop, you've got to, got to go to the other side and just pay for it and then put a little stick on the barcode and bring it across to the bar. And, um, yeah, the fridges are as expected by the guys that own Maine. Fridges are full of good stuff, so lots of good WA beers. And then sort of you've got your interstate beers then you've got your international beers. And, um, yeah, really good stuff. A whole bunch of interesting wines and spirits and things on the other side. Um, in the centre, there's all, you know, interesting bottles. Yeah, really... Um, did you did you find a lot of like WA stuff there, or was it all um, locals? Sorry, was it all in, um, like no, no, a lot of, a lot of WA stuff. Victorian beer, a lot of WA stuff, but um, yeah, a lot of stuff from like I think more stuff than I've seen from like Victoria than mm. a lot of other places, and and fresh as well. Right. Like there's literally stuff there that Wh- which works well with the, uh, the like, season title. Yeah, you know, I'm looking there, and you like beers, you're like, wow, this stuff only came mm. out. Like last week, like their distribution is pretty fast now. So yeah, really good if you're in WA and you want to sort of get some of the stuff that you're seeing on, you know, our Instagram when we're posting <laughs> stuff from Melbourne. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Victorian stuff getting there very fast now, which is which is good. I mean, that's kind of what craft beer needs to do, yeah. even if um, we're, we're a tiny country, uh, we're a tiny country in population, but an enormous country in um, um, like size. Yeah, like all the new Hop Nation sales were there. The you know, that peak hype, hype beer we were talking about last episode with Mr. West, that collaboration, that was there. New Three Ravens so was there. weird. Yeah, so, so it was good. Yeah, food was good mm. as well. So, yeah, really good venue. Uh, Definitely where, go back there again. What, uh, did, it, did it say any worries to what the hell the name BESC means? Uh, no idea. Mm. Um, Dave reckons it, it stands for BSK because they want a BSK. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I like it. And, uh, you know, in the absence, That's of, gold, in the absence of any other... Uh, any other news? Who am I to disagree with that? Yeah, um, you've travelled the world in the seven seas. 
Yep. Um, so, I mean, what else was in Perth? What else was in Perth? Um, a lot of family stuff, so this wasn't one for going out and doing a lot of bar hopping. Went to um, Ezra Pound. Mm-hmm. Always reliable. But um, what they have? They had um, yeah, a few you know, a few local beers on tap. Um, interesting stuff in the fridges. Just went for a Rocky Ridge uh, Peach Neeper, mm-hmm. which is um, always good when it's fresh. One of my favourites. Uh, are Rocky Ridge to the point now where they're like um, saturation point? Well, Do you beers, see them everywhere? The beers are certainly everywhere crafty now. Mm. I mean, I don't know what their production's like, but yeah, they're given that like the custard tart one we had last. Mm. Mm. Last, it's kind of like it's worked both ways. It seems with the distribution, there's a lot more fresh Victoria stuff mm. over in WA, and then we're starting to see more of the you know WA releases coming out. Mm. Maybe they're just driving the one truck back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I would like to think it's, it's, a, actually, it's a single isn't, isn't actually a bad idea. It's a pretty yeah. good idea, yeah. actually, <laughs> when you think about it, right? It's like, yeah, it's like that's this is sort of interstate sort of trade mm. thing, right? Like, we'll fill up the truck at this end and we'll fill up that yeah. end. And, yeah, problem solved. So yeah. Maybe that's what's happening. Right. Uh, see, I would like to think that they're all driving to like the middle of South Australia and they're just sort of like um, exchanging goods and sort of driving back. <laughs> I mean, it would be a much easier journey from um, from the Victorian side than it would be from the WA side because of the whole Nullarbor thing. Yeah. But it is it is nice to see, um, you know, Perth beer is actually making their way over. Yeah, don't, I don't have to keep going over <laughs> and... Uh, are they, are they, aren't, you, aren't you over like another 18 times this year or something? Over two more times this year, both in December. Oh, that's close. So, yeah, I'll be doing... Uh, Doing some interesting mm. craft beer related stuff in December. And we'll um, hear about it on the next yeah, season. I think we just, this, this will date this episode as well. <laughs> We've just um, read that Pirate Life. Yeah. The owners, the founders are moving, the owners, yeah. uh, not um, AB and Bev. Um, well, not AB and Bev anymore. Well, it's, it's, it's Asahi. Asahi now. Yeah. They were CUB, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. So they are founders, I should say. Uh, yeah, they're moving back to Perth mm. and opening, um, so no, so the old, um, the old Sony shop. Where I used to get all my um, parents used to go there. Hi Fi, yes, a um, relative of ours actually ran the uh, ran the Sony shop. It is now turning into like a three story pirate life. Pirate life. They're going to actually have a brewery on site, and then it's, then multiple bars, and it's pretty cool. Although, do you reckon that they decided to do it in um, um, Perth because that they um, like it, the market was less packed? Because you know you would think that uh, you would think Melbourne would have been the bigger market. Yes, no, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely market yeah. for. I don't think it's oversaturated. Mm-hmm. Like a, given yeah, the, yeah. the location will be um, yeah, it's a good location. It's a, it's a very brewed organic. It's quite, I think it's it'll quite be, impressive. Yeah, when you've got a sahi money, go for it, right? May as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm um, looking. There's literally the news was just announced today, so there's not too much info on it other than. As far as opening times, it'll well twenty twenty. Well, I did I did see when you sent around that when 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 you sent around that um that link to it, it it took me a while to like I'm looking at the picture and it's like what am I missing What am I missing Until I saw the pirate life and then Perth is just written in really small letters. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh, I understand now. Yeah, so that should um that should be good. Right. So the other thing we need to mention is, by the time you're hearing this. Uh, let's see, it'll be just about Halloween. And what's happened on Halloween is the launch of our second collaboration beer with Burnley Brewing. 
Yes, the next in number two of the Pi series. The Pi Round, I think. The Pi Round. Um, we got to get our brand in right. Um, and there are a lot of names thrown around. It's, I'm not surprised that, that we are still not fully <laughs> Look, buffet. B- by the fourth beer, we'll, we'll have a Dan Pat. Maybe. <laughs> kind of, possibly. Um, and so it, this beer is going to be a pumpkin pie. Yep. Um, which uh, we spend a bit of time with uh, Michael, the head brewer there. I think he's a head brewer. Yes. Um, uh, 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 talking about what the heck it needs to taste like. Um, our pitch was that it had to be, um, it had to, anyone who's ever had a pumpkin pie um, will know it's not actually made from, you know, you don't smash down the pumpkins. You um, get like the bad tins of pumpkin um, from like coals or something. And then you make it that way. And so he's trying to um, get that flavour exactly like that. Yeah, well, the tin pumpkin, it's not that it's bad pumpkin. It's just um, they can get the moisture out in a mm. way you can't. So when I first ever made a pumpkin pie, I was like... It kind of looks like spam. Like. I'm not using tin... Yeah, I'm not using <laughs> tin pumpkin. I'm going to use, you know, real pumpkin because that's better, right? And like, no, no matter how hard you try to get the moisture mm. out, you can't get it all out. Whereas, yeah, it comes out of the tins mm. like, it looks like spam, jellyish. But it is just real yeah. pumpkin, but just with all the moisture taken out. Right. So, yeah, that, that is going to be an essential ingredient. But and we want it, we're not trying to do anything too fancy from the point of view. We want to make a pumpkin pie, a pumpkin beer, like the ones you, like the best ones you get in the States mm. that are mm. hard to find, yeah. if not impossible to find here. But, yeah, go for that bit of a pie-ish mm. smoothness, you know, cream yeah. on top. A um, little bit of lactose in there. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good. Which, of course, we haven't tasted it. It could be terrible. Well, we will have tasted it by the time. Good point. Good point. People listen mm. to this. It will be good. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. It will be amazing. I mean, like, that That um, probably uh, I would be almost certain they're all out of the um, the apple pie beer by now. Uh, last we heard they were going to throw a keg a, keg a week of it, which is yeah, pretty good for like half, half a keg left at the end of September. So... Uh, I'm sorry if you missed out. I'm sure we can talk them into making it again. I think this beer, the pumpkin pie, will be at a few more venues, um, but we'll wait to confirm that. Yeah, venues TBC, but there will be kegs at places other than Burnley. Yes. So that's very exciting, and that's uh, you, so keep an eye out for that. Um, it should it should drop just just after this episode. So, on that note, I think we should actually drink a beer. And we are back. And as promised at the start of this show, we are drinking the Mr. Banks West Coast IPA. And this is a beer that I really, really enjoy. I mean, it's not going to knock over the former tenant who's like, you know, favorite beer. But I really, I really love West Coast IPAs. And I really love the, I mean, Hawkers do a very good West Coast. Um, and Mr. Banks do a very good West Coast. Um, but I don't... Uh, I, so do... Um... Your friend Tommy. Ah, uh, yes. You mentioned last week. Yeah, yeah. Last week's episode. Of course. Um, you know, Fixation do like... They do many. Yes. Many good IPAs. In fact, they used to only do it. They still only do it. They still only do no, it? No, no. No. No, they do the occasional... Yeah. I thought they branched out from just non-IPAs. IPAs. Really? Certainly IPA-focused, but right. there's occasionally a non-IPA on there. Surely that's a break in the fixation period. Surely they're no longer fixated. They're no longer fixated. Um, yeah, well, that's right. Uh, Tommy, what have you done? 
But this is a West Coast. You can't believe in fixation. Who can you believe in? Exactly. Nothing. I'm going to law school. I went to law school. I still don't believe in anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hang on. We're one step away from um, um, uh, that um, you can swing a sack of of doorknobs, but you have to ring your own doorknobs. I've never heard that. No, not right. It's from that same Simpsons episode. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Look it up. Look it Mm, up. Selective memory. Yeah. Look at us all. (laughs) We're we're getting old. Um, So, uh, before I go any further, I wanted to talk about what... Because I have no idea what a West Coast um, IPA actually is. How long have you been recording here? No, no, you do. You do. You just don't. What you're looking for is like, you know, some sort of like, you know. A technical technical IPA definition. Which please, please go ahead. But um, I mean, you know what one is. Let's let's not not set ourselves short. No, no, that's a fair statement. Um, So I'm just, uh, there's like, there's an entire amount of medium articles. There is, uh, the first definition comes from. Um, from uh, Batch Brewing Company, but um, it doesn't really tell me what it is. Uh, There's a giant medium article on it, um, and there's another article from someone called Gear Patrol, which says, what the hell happened to the West Coast IPA? Um, So clearly it's hard to find in the States. Um, It's definitely not hard to find in the States. (laughs) It is for them. Um, What? They're lying. You need to find don't, other articles. Don't get your beer advice from Gear Patrol. Yeah, this article is garbage. <laughs> um, but my, my favorite part is um, these sponsored posts, uh, the sponsored ones. Uh, there's a West Coast IPA uh, from, I don't know who that is, uh, but it costs a lot to buy it uh, from Boozebud. There is uh, the Blackman's Super Hop West Coast IPA. And there's a West Coast Cooler um, from Dan's, which I think is an impressive. But what if we, so we had to define a West Coast IPA? What are you going to say? It's going to say it's, you know, it's bitter, high IBUs, very hot forward. Yeah. A lot of piney, yeah, citrusy, citrusy. Yeah, exactly. Notes. Like sort of dry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. So it would be interesting mm. to see how close that is to the, the I mean, the ABA must have a. I'm sure it does. An mm. official definition, but. I'm sure it does. It's actually oddly hard to find a um, proper. But I do, but I've I've been really um, enjoying um, the enjoying drinking some. I know locally, well, Mr. Banks obviously do this, but mm. a few of the brewers actually, you know, Rocky Ridge had one of theirs, and uh, Moondog had a really did, just did one recently, and I think a lot of brewers are kind of now being like, you know what, let's just make our newest seasonal instead of yeah. doing it in Nipah, let's go a sorry, sorry, West Coast IPA. Sorry, what in Nipahs? Nipahs. <laughs> Something people used to drink last year. <laughs> All right, so yeah, the, I'm 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 enjoying having yeah these the, the wonderfully dawn, clear dawn of the West Coast. So the best definition I have is uh, from the LA Times from their Daily Dish, and it is West Coast IPAs are known for their huge hop aroma, bursting with notes of citrus and tropical fruits. The malt their malt character is understated, and they finish dry to let the layered hop flavors and aromas take center stage. So I believe that yeah, is a high five to us. Yeah. Yep. Boom. Nicely done, people. Nailed it. So now, now, <laughs> what do we think about this West Coast IPA? It tastes like a West Coast IPA. Yeah. That was very specific. Pretty hop forward yeah. and yeah. piney citrusy. And <laughs> piney citrus. <laughs> okay, all that makes sense. But it, it is it is all those things. It's right. very much a... I think they're true. So on, in their description, they say a little less bitterness than 
the usual West Coast IPA, which I would agree with. Yep. Mm, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's punching. It's, yeah, compared to a Neva, it's mm. definitely a hype hit. So I was saying, good thing is my brother, well, one of my brothers, he um, doesn't really like IPAs. We didn't really like beer until recently, but he's been getting into craft beer. So when I was having the um, the peach, the peach neeper, the Rocky Ridge one, I ordered one and I, I said to my brother, oh, well, like, I don't know if you like that. Try, um, how much there's a Berliner Weiss on tap. I was like, try that and then have a sip of my, my neeper. And he drank mine. He's like, no, like, I like that. It's like, okay, cool. So yeah, West Coast IPA certainly... I think are probably a, a beer that turned people off IPAs. Mm-hmm. Some people, yeah. like, I mean, I love them. A lot of people obviously love them. But, yeah, definitely it's probably one of the beers where a lot of people say when... Because this was the beer that when craft beer was becoming a thing, everyone was doing, like, extreme West Coast IPAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's right. That was the thing. Right. How many IBUs can we... How many hops <laughs> can we put in there? And I think people that were lager drinkers and their mates were trying to get them to drink craft beer. It's like, here, have this thing. And you drink and they blow their heads off. Yeah. Like, yeah, craft beer is crap. Yeah, <laughs> and no, it's yeah, right. taken a few years for those people mm. to sort of come around now and be like, okay, we can drink other things like this. Mm. Much more, there is much more to craft beer. But um, for people that liked, yeah, West Coast IPAs, it's been a bit of a, well, especially in Australia, there's been just less available then. I mean, your core and stuff, I guess, you know, as far yeah. as like seasonals and mm. stuff, no one's making. No, interest. you're right. Yeah, it's. They're yeah. chucking their experimental hops into Neethers and things, not. Hmm. No, that's, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's, yeah, it's been a while since, yeah, an Australian craft brewery has produced like a really sort of true to style West Coast IPA. I can't even remember. Like, in fact, I think most West Coast IPAs I've had have been imported from the US. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, basically, to, to summarize. <laughs> I mean, I guess Hawkers would be the only ones that, had, um, that they would be doing the style to the letter just because that's kind of what they do. Fixation. Yeah. Oh, good point. Good work, Sam. So, um, what are people saying about this beer? Yeah, well, this is a lot... Not the other ones we've been drinking. This has 1,111 check-ins. I better screw up with that beautiful number by checking mine in. But uh, Let's see. What are people saying, if anything? Hello. Michael M. Solid. Four stars. <laughs> uh, Aaron P. Really nice. Less bitter. Nice tropical notes. Passion fruit and slight pine, I think. Actually, juicy. Juicy on mouthfeel like Nipah's 3.25. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tony D at the Otter's Promise. Nice, smooth West Coast IPA. Hot flavour still there, but turned down with more tropical fruit prevalent. Good, easy drinking. 3.75. Shane P. Absolutely stunning beer. The hop aroma whacks you in the face as soon as you open the can. Damn, I wish I had more. Five out of five. Um, Aaron P doesn't say where he is drinking out of a can though really nice less bitter nice tropical notes passion fruit and slight pine I think Whew. actually juicy on mouthfeel like Nipah's wait wait did he actually say few in there or was that you no that was me okay. um, just catching up to the lack of um, punctuation punctuation um, 3.25 definitely not juicy and nothing like a Nipah uh, James L, love this beer. The dry hopping hits you from the moment you open the can. Perfectly balanced, restrained bitterness. Lots of people talking about how this beer is mm. not as bitter as they were expecting. Yeah, so it's like 4.25. Yeah, which is what the 
like they said on their mm. it's exactly that thing, on the label, they've, they've which is turned yeah. down the business, I guess. Which I guess is perhaps to get yeah, maybe some of those people that would be offended by a, a punch mm. in the face mm. bitterness to to drink it, drink yeah. it, yeah, brewed. Ooh, Brett, brew, brew M, not Brett, brew M. Drinkable, but there's something. Broom, 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 baby. Um, drinkable, but there's something about it I'm not sure about. 1.75. Interesting. Right. Uh, Greg W. at the International Beer Shop. <laughs> if your name is Pickles, you would love it. 3.75 out of 5. I assume that's the International mm. Beer Shop in. Um, that, that that's is, quite cryptic. That is an awesome in Perth. That makes me very happy, that one. Uh, where is it? It's in Leaderville. Tick. Ah. Yeah. We know someone who went there and had a beer there recently. They actually not that recently. That's that's that would be one of their locals. Very close to there. Um Alright, give me a few more. Jack S. Fruity, dank, good. Okay emoji, cheers emoji. Uh, four stars. Purse of silver. Okay, so it clearly hit Western Australia in the week of the uh, middle of August. Um, ben C, quintessential West Coast IPA. The can tasted super fresh, like a pour from a tap. Kudos for canning that feeling. 3.75, purchased at Maine. <laughs> Angela V at the Grosvenor Hotel. Rating possibly skewed by it being my first beer in six weeks. Four and a half out of five. <laughs> yep, I get that. That's understandable. Uh, Louisa at Dutch Trading Co. Citrus aromas, citrus aromas, light body, caramel undertones with a hint of papaya. 3.75. I don't know. I didn't really expect the hint of papaya. I'm okay with it, but I didn't expect it. Oh. Fox M at Meat Maiden. Hoppy and cutting through 600 grams of beef nicely. Mm. Four out of five. <laughs> uh, good, uh, reliable BMK. Ah. But not, not at the bottle share. He's at Main Liquor. Or in the car park of Main Liquor, it would appear. Don't know if he's drinking it in the car park. Um, so. Been a big fan of these guys since we visited the brewery last year. Great WCIPA citrus and pine with mid-level bitterness. Four stars. All right, uh, one more, people. Um, Kent L at the Ale House Project. Oh, hello. Yeah, that's beer. A nice beer. Hoppy and bitter and good. Only 3.25, though. <laughs> it's got a bit of a Gareth, Gareth scale going on. Mm, it's understandable. So, what do we think about this beer? I like it. It's a. Uh, I'm giving. I'm giving it three point five. I think probably just given how much time we've all spent in the states and how many West Coast IPAs we've drunk, um, probably skews that a bit. It's 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 a good beer. It's a really good beer, but it's not. Mm. It's not better than any other good West Coast IPA I've had, mm. but I'd easily drink. This all day long. That's good. Yeah, I can care. I think three and a half. It's not quite as hot forward as I would like it. Um, that's just personal preference. But yeah, perfectly drinkable. And I think, yeah, probably actually, Paul, to your point, a good transition beer for anyone who's like not really into hoppy beers, mm. like trying to sort of edge them along that journey. And it's, it's actually, it's pretty punchy as well. It's almost six, six, six point two, something like that. So mm. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's good. Um. I'm going 3.75. Um, You're just always wrong, Chris. It's always always. Wrong. Uh, but I just, I, I, more, mostly because I think it's just a step above the, um, above the average. 
Um, sure. I, I think it's a good beer. Um, good work, Mr. Banks. Very good. I think we need another beer. And we are back, and we're on to our second beer for this episode. And, Paul, what is it? It's the uh, Cheeky Monkey Silverback Stout. This is the uh, 2019s, so it's the... Uh, it's been aged, the vin- or 2019 vintage of the barrel aged stout. It's been aged in Woodford Reserve barrels. Now, so yeah, I got this one from Besk. Now, uh, last year, we did a double taste. I believe we had the 2017 mm. or 2018 vintage mm. barrel aged. And then the, which was the 2017 that had been barrel aged. Mm. And then the 2018 by itself. And right. we came to the conclusion that even though... Normally, we'd think we would have... And Kyle was on that episode. That's right, yes. I think we all agreed that even though the 2017, the barrel age one, was one that we thought we'd prefer, we actually preferred the 18, and we're really looking forward to what that would taste like after it had been aged in barrels. Yes. And I remember they, Cheeky Monkey, responded to us Yes. on Facebook, I believe. And right. So right. this is... That, and I also have the unbarrel age version of the 2019, but I believe this is now the barrel age version of the beer that we were last year said we would like to try with aging. God, this is... Uh, it, it, I feel like you know, we've got so much history now. Yeah, of course, there's the new, the new branding. I was just thinking... The, Curious George. Um, I quite like the new branding. It's um, uh, the, not only the logo, but also just the use of like the Surrey um, uh, font on the side. Yeah. I think it's quite cool. I think they've done it. I think that's Clarendon, maybe? Or something like Clarendon. Anyway, I like it. Um, uh, first impressions, people. Uh, you can definitely taste the barrel aging. Mm-hmm. Um, Specifically the Woodford Reserve. Uh, look, if you blindfolded me, or actually, if you didn't blindfold me, if you just hadn't shown me the can, no, would not would not know that. Um, but yeah, no, definitely barrel aged. Definitely, yeah, it's it's... it's it could probably do with some time in the can, just chilling, but it's not bad. It's, yeah, I quite mm. like it, but yeah, it could do with a bit of just edge off the top, I reckon. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Right. So, what are people saying about it? It's only got 40 check ins, so it'll be a fast one. No, it could do with a bit of edge off. No, that's not, that's not, <laughs> what, that's what I just said, <laughs> but I did not write it in there. Um. um David W at RAC Margaret River Nature Park. Purchased from the brewery. Absolutely delicious. 4.75. Jason S. Smooth and meaty stout. That little bit of bourbon grunt on the tongue and very apparent on the nose when you first go in. Beautiful stuff. 4.25 out of 5. Yeah, what else do we have here? Um, Damon M. Sensational. 4.5. What else have we got? People are already uh, liking Cameron this Cameron W, The Bottle O, St. James Cellars. I've been saving this for a cold, rainy night. Oh, boy, what, a, what an absolute ripper. The smell is amazing. One of the best imp stouts I've had. 4.75 out of 5. There's something cool about calling something an imp stout. Mm. I mean, I was playing um, I was playing Classic Doom earlier today. I was, like, killing lots of imps. imps. Oh, nice. Classic Doom, yeah. See, I always think a dungeon keeper with imps. Well, we all have our we all have our imp experience, mm. I suppose. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? 
Okay. Um, what else have we got? We've got um, <laughs> Dave C at AIDS House. Um, 4.25. And Stephen D said, WTF kind of location is that Dave C. I'm at a mate's house and that came up as a location. How could I not? (laughs) (laughs) So this is what Untapped is for. This is the gold that you only get after drinking a lot and um, interacting on some sort of app. Yeah. Uh, Rob H. Laundry Bar hides the percents nicely behind its sweet bourbony deliciousness 4.25. I don't agree no, that it hides doesn't, percents. It just tastes like a 10% beer. Unless yeah. it's like a 20% beer, in which case it's hiding about 10 of those percents. That's fine. I get that. It tastes like a 10% beer. Yeah. 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 Drinks like a 10. Uh, Jails C at Belgian Beer Cafe. Dark and foam beer. Sweet smell and strong flavour and sweetie. Five stars. Uh, Mike at Wembley Dim Sum. That's not the funniest part of this post. Uh, what a cracker! Four and a half out of five. Actually, it probably is the funniest part of this post. But I will I will read you the the comment, which is Captain S, who said, "I had one in my hand, but I couldn't justify twenty three dollars for one can. I'm so torn, Natalie Imbruglia style." Mm. I think yeah, the dim, Wembley Dim Sum is funnier than that comment. Actually, now that I think yeah. about it. Yeah, but but then again, now I just now I've got torn stuck in my head. So maybe maybe like. Well, yeah, it sucks to be you. <laughs> and now I've just remembered that I spent $23 on this beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, have we got any more? Uh, or are you guys just trolling now? No, no, there's actually not a lot of... um. Uh, Travis B at my flower supplies. Beautiful stout, bit too heavy on the bourbon for my tastes. Three point two five. Uh, we do have a, we do have someone who got six badges off off a chicken. I think I think that deserves hey. that deserves mm. mention. So Andy J, what a winner! Bloody delicious. Four and a half got photogenic brew, brewery pioneer. I'm not sure if I even know what that one is. For the can, wheel of styles, heavyweight, and down under. It's pretty well done. What about this guy, John T at Queensbury Sports Bar? Um, so that'll be three silverbacks then. Homer, the cheeky monkey, and dot 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 4.25 but his photo is of homer kissing humping oh wow (laughs) (laughs) so he has a little homer figurine that's about half the size of this can which is a 500 ml can okay that's kind of nice it's a 10 10 centimeters homer so what do we think about and his glass is canadian schooner uh good question I, I basically what I said. Earlier. Yeah. I think I it's, like the I flavors. Think, wish it was smoother. Yeah, I think three point seven five. I think it just needs more time to rest. Yeah, I agree. The three point seven five. I agree. It'll be better, better with some time. Mm. It tastes. Yeah, the booze ten percent hit there, and it's got an odd aftertaste at this point. Oh. That's that's the that's the bourbon. Yeah, that's the thing that'll come off mm. with time. So uh, m- much like much like with last year's, it needs even more time. Should have bought two cans. Right. Um, yes. We'll put it, we'll put it on the list and just sort of like you know, hopefully we can track in another can um, for probably about forty dollars at that point, yeah. and then just you know, line them up and we'll drink them eventually or lose them in the cupboard, like pour your endless cupboard of. Um, That's all kinds um, of goodies in there. Exactly. So. Okay, three point seven five. It's really bourbony. 
Yeah. It is. Mm. Yeah. So, look, on that note, um, this is – well, we're actually going to take a, uh, a break of like maybe two, two to four weeks. I haven't quite worked that out um, after this episode and then we'll be back with another four episodes. Um, probably following a following the fresh set, fresh theme all continued, and it's mostly because our schedules are just crazy right now. So this has been the uh, Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, make sure that you head down to we'll be promoting it like crazy on our socials and stuff. Make sure you head down to Burnley or wherever it, wherever it might be on for our latest collaboration beer, the pumpkin pie. Uh, pumpkin pie beer. Yeah. I was, I was trying to think whether it had an extra thing to it. But yes, pumpkin pie beer. <laughs> Stay with me. We'll figure Stay it out. Stay with me. We'll figure it out. Um, and we will talk to you all in about like maybe three or four weeks, I'd say. Maybe a little less. A little less, I think. Yeah. Because we now have four episodes in the bag that haven't been released. Good point. <laughs> um, I have been Chris Shorten. With me has been Jeffrey Chi. Uh, catch you later. Whenever that is. Chris doesn't figure it out, but like, you know, yeah, be, yeah. be later. We'll, we'll, we'll be later. later. Much later. Later than now. Later than now. We've been Paul Christoph. See you in the future. We'll talk to you all next time.